The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins, and I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing good. Um, you know, just for those of you just joining us, we want to remind you that we're here every Saturday morning at 9. We've got a different topic with a different subject matter expert uh, you could have a plumber, you could have a health club, you have a chiropractor, an electrician giving uh, good tips and advice on how to make a good consumer decision, save money, and not get ripped off. And all that's possible because of our sponsor, All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. Uh, Dan Watkins, the founder and owner of All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. And speaking of All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors, Dan, I know that you have a special running this month, don't you? You, you want to mention that to our audience? Yeah, I do. We've, in fact, we've got a couple specials. If you uh, purchase a carriage garage door, uh, a single, which would be a small one, you get 200 off per door. And on a double, you get 400 off. And then also on our front doors, we're going to give you 400 off on a fiberglass or a steel door. Yes, and, and, and whether it's summer or winter, Dan, uh, replacing your garage door and your front door is going to save you money and uh, make you a little more comfortable, right? Well, I think it, it definitely made, it's always made you comfortable. I'll tell you, the savings is, is bigger than ever with the energy costs through the roof. And, you know, for those people that go, hey, it doesn't get very cold in Atlanta, they sure have, have seen it this winter that it does get cold. But the beauty is in the summertime, Jim, that's where you're really saving the extra money on the energy bill. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we thank you for sponsoring the show and making it possible. And uh, it, like I said, every week we have a, a subject matter expert, and we vet all these businesses. Not everybody can come on the All Four Seasons Home Show. These companies have to be established. They have to they have to operate with an integrity and business ethics. And uh, we don't let any uh, rascals on here, do we, Dan? No, we sure don't. So, uh, you know, it's funny because we're so we're so used to depending on technology and uh, uh, what goes on. And like in our kitchens, you know, the, the, you know, the beautiful refrigerators and water filters and garbage disposals and dishwashers and washers and dryers. I could go on and on. That makes our life so easy. Right. In the kitchen, Dan. It does. It does, except when yeah. something breaks down. Yeah, we just assume it's always <laughs> going to work, right? That's right. Okay. So, you know, how do you, what, what do you do when something goes wrong? What do you do? Whether it's repair or it's time to get rid of that old refrigerator, I mean, you've got to call the right people. And I'm going to tell you, when it comes to repair and service, right, Dan? You've got to be careful in this city. Well, with everything, right? I mean, any of these home service businesses, there's a lot of shysters out there that are going in and just, trying to take advantage of you it doesn't matter what's wrong with it you know it could be a, a simple fix and they're either trying to sell you something really expensive or they're really taking advantage of you and selling it for a, a, a really high cost well that's why we bring you people here on the all four seasons home show uh the best the honest the ones that are fair they're never going to treat you wrong ones that are established they have proven not through a lot of talk and advertising but by their actions 
by their satisfied customers the great job they do. And today's no exception. I want to welcome back an old friend and a former guest here on the All Four Seasons Home Show, the appliance doctor himself. You guessed it, Mr. Brent Vinton. Brent, welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Thank you, Jim. Dan, it's good to be here. Well, it's good to have you back. I know you're busy and uh, uh, you, you, you stay busy because of your reputation and uh, your, your attention to quality and detail. But uh, if for those folks who may not be familiar, familiar with, how about a short bio on yourself and how you got into the, the appliance business and how the Appliance Doctor Company started? Because I know it's been around Metro Atlanta for quite a few years. Sure. We've been in business uh, about 43 years now since 1980. Uh, I was just 19 or 20 years old, and I just felt like there was not really any uh, honest people, at least in the Cobb County area, or organized people back then. So I went into business for myself, the appliance doctor. Um, and a few years after that, I had a couple of gentlemen a little older than I am retire from GE in their 30s, and um, they were some of the top managers in the country. So we were able to take the appliance doctor with our expertise and um and grow the business through you know honesty doing what's right taking care of the customer trying to be prompt hiring good people uniforms background checks etc well you got to do that and the business will come back to you but i always think about the appliance business it's got to be really tough just as far as when to replace when to repair you know what's right i mean there's times where that fridge right your fridge goes out i mean what do you do in the meantime while you're waiting for a part or you're you know or you're you know hey should i just go get a new one seems like a lot of that kind of stuff where people just can't wait as jim said earlier right we rely on all these things and we we don't have it it seems like a you know just a catastrophe right so how do you you know how do you deal with those kind of situations with your customers okay well we we try to schedule our calls as soon as we can and make it convenient for the customer. Um, it will give them a full diagnosis. If we come out to repair, we'll give them a full diagnosis. Availability of parts lately for the last couple of years, there's a lot of parts that we've had on back order. Um, things are getting better now, but we'd give the customer a diagnosis and a price before we do any repairs. Um, our technicians are very trained. We have the cream of the crop in Atlanta right now for all the technicians. They're very good. They're the best. Um, we um, so if the customer um, doesn't want it repaired, we now sell new appliances. Um, we've been selling new appliances for about four years. Uh, we don't have a showroom yet, but we sell online or the customer, we can, they can buy a new appliance from us. So we try to do everything the, as promptly as we can to get things going because people do need their refrigerators. They do need their washing machine when they're children are playing soccer and they got to get the uniforms washed so we try to make everything as prompt as we can now you have you, you know you talk about you have the cream of the crop technicians not ev not everybody can do what you guys do what kind of training does it take experience to be a technician because things have changed with the circuitry and all that with all these appliances it's not it's not as simple as it used to be you got to know what you're doing right yeah that's that's correct so we do some in-house training there's a lot of um that's one of the challenges of this business is keeping up with all of the uh, changes in the products. There are some products that we do not service because we can't keep up with a lot of the changes in training. The majority of the products that are out there, such as um, Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Gen Air, the Whirlpool products, uh, Sub-Zero, and uh, 
GE, we have technical help on those type of things. And and so if when we run into things maybe where we have a little bit of a problem, we just have sort resources to be able to repair those things. Well, that's good. They just don't fly by the seat of their pants. If they if they don't know something or they're confused about something, they go right to the manufacturer and get the answer. Yeah. Well, you want to you want to be honest, but also that's a lot of different products. There's you know within it, it's not like just a garage door. Right? And Where engineers you, are always changing, so there's always a learning curve. And I I don't know how some of the smaller there's a lot of companies. A lot of guys out there, they're just one guy working out of their house or whatever. And there's, you know, you get a wide range of people that really know what they're doing. And then some don't and they're ripping off people. Um, but we have a good system. We never keep the customer, ha- you know, hanging. We don't try to overcharge. We just, we try to do what's right in every area. And that's why you've been and, successful yeah. for years. Now, and I know you just remodeled your kitchen, right, Dan? Not long ago. But what it, did you it, did you replace your appliances and everything, too? Of update course. Them? Yeah, I think when you do that, I mean, typically what you want to do, especially the wife, of course, everything's got to match, right? So, um, but, but I can remember just before that, it wasn't long before that, we had our ice maker not working. We called a guy out. Um, not only did he not get the ice maker working, he actually broke something else in the fridge. So then my fridge stopped working, and you know this guy's sitting well, around. That was his strategy. Yeah, five <laughs> hours. He's in there for five hours, and we come out, and now we got to get a new fridge. You got to, you know, fight with the company a little bit, and you know, it just a just and the a bill real nightmare. Had five so. hours of labor on it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I'm sorry, you, you you made it worse when you came out, but you know, those are the kind of experiences that you can have if you don't have a trained technician and. I've got to think that's got to be really tough when you're training these techs out there. There's just so many different products and there's, you know, so, so many different manufacturers just to be able to gain all that knowledge has to take some time. It does. And we have the technicians. We do a lot of, um, maybe we hire a new technician. We get him trained to a certain level and then all the other technicians that have the experience will support him also. I have this problem with this refrigerator. I've never seen it before. Call Chris. So you mentor, you actually have a kind of an apprentice program or mentoring, yes, right? Yes, yes. We just smart. don't want to keep the customer hanging, and we don't want any misdiagnoses. And if there is, we want to stand behind what we do. If we if we repaired the ice maker and we did something wrong, we've gone as far as um, a few weeks ago or a couple months ago, we had a customer where um, we accidentally broke the control board, no longer available. Um, so we were going to buy the new, the customer, like a $4,000 range or uh, oven, actually $4,800 oven, and there's none available. So now because of one little mishap that was only about 50% of our fault, I drove to um, North Carolina. I found one in North Carolina, and I drove up there one day, picked it up, brought it back, and put it in the oven. Because wow. that was, I felt like it wasn't 100% our fault, but it was working before we touched it, and we dropped something, and he had no oven, and there's none available. Hey, I, I got to tell you, <laughs> it, that story reminds me of a garage door opener one time. There's another garage door yeah. story, people. I forgot to, I forgot to, real quick, I forgot to <laughs> unplug the motor when I was changing the circuit board out, and I zapped that thing, yeah. and, well... 
here we go. I was doing it, doing something else too, but I had to put a new circuit board in. But that, you know, yeah. that's the honesty that we, that we've got here with the appliance doctor. I know we're getting up against the break, Jim. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, folks, if you just join us, you listen to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkus, and this week we got the appliance doctor Brent Venton with a lot of tips for you. So don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkus, and we want to remind you, uh, with all the different topics we have, if you, if you hear about a topic or you have an interest in a topic, you want some advice, you want some tips, you can go to the Extra 106.3 FM website, and all the shows are on there from the past year. It's quite a category, a library of of all our shows and topics, and also you can go out on the podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, right, Dan? That's right. you got to go in. You're doing something around the house. Check it out. See if we've had uh, a company on that can help you make a good buying decision, talk to you about the products they offer, and by the time you get them out to your house, you'll kind of already be halfway home to the, to the right decision. Um, we've, we've had a lot of people on here over the last couple of years and uh, the library keeps building so make sure you use it as a resource absolutely and yet for those of you who do like to listen every saturday morning at nine uh you know we're of course we're on extra 106.3 fm but we're also simulcast which means we we also air at the same time on 12:30 a.m so if you if you're out there outside the perimeter and your signal's not real strong you can go to 12:30 a.m and you can also download on your smartphone the extra 106.3 FM app and stream 24-7 anytime, anywhere. Right, Dan? That's right. So, you know, uh, we, we, we try to make sure that you have access to all our information. And uh, you're never at a loss for getting some tips and advice. And uh, so getting back to tips and advice, uh, if you're just joining us, we're here with Brent Vinton, the appliance doctor. Brent, well, what are the, the brands that you're, you're running into when you go out there and people, at, you know, have a repair problem? What brands do you see for the most part out there in the kitchens? Well, sometimes you see more products just because there's more in the market. Um, sometimes people will say, well, what do you work on the least? And I had a customer ask me that one time. It's kind of an interesting story. And he was uh, visiting from parents. He was a parent in Florida. He says, what do you see the, what do you see the least of? And I asked him, I said, do you want to know what I would recommend to buy? And he said, no, I want to ask. I want you to tell me what you work on the least. And I said, well, we work on Crosley. And he said, I've never heard of that. And I goes, that's why we work on them the least. <laughs> he goes, I guess I do want to know what, uh, what uh, you would recommend. And at that time, Whirlpool and Kenmore were made by Whirlpool and 67% of the products were in the field, so of course you're going to work on those more, right. but they were also the best built. And so I feel like, you know, for your middle-of-the-line products for refrigerators, um, I to purchase is um, the Whirlpool, KitchenAid, and GE. I think that those are good products. LG and Samsung, those are good products, too. Now, does it change? Like you're talking about refrigerators. Let's say washer and dryer. Uh, do those same companies make the best washers and dryers, or do you see other companies make the best washers and dryers? Well, right now, a lot of people are buying 
the top load speed queens. They've been kind of traditionally built like the old-fashioned machines. They still fill up all the way with water. They have a traditional agitator. Um, and who makes those? Speed Queen. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of Speed Queen. I've heard of them. I didn't know if they were made by somebody else. No, they're that. they're their own company. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do sell Speed Queen, and we do the warranty for Speed Queen, too, if anything goes wrong. But those have been very popular. Um, the front load washers, uh, I prefer the front load washer. A lot of people don't like those. I say we got mildew problems and smell problems. I've had front loaders you know, for years and um, never really had that issue. Uh, the new top loaders, um, tall agitators are coming back in the, in the currently with water restrictions, the machines have not filled all the way with water, but has that small bumpy agitator in the bottom and it kind of moves the clothes around. And the whole idea is you're not really bathing the clothes like you would have in a washer that fills with water, but you're showering the clothes the machine, when you first turn it on, and most of the top loaders now, you'll see it kind of move around like it's trying to spin. And what it's trying to do is to measure how much weight of the clothes so it knows how much water to put in. So they've been become very energy. All of the appliances have become very energy efficient and water usage. And so I would say that if you want to talk about a trend, things are becoming more energy efficient, less water consumption, and uh, cleaning better. Um, and then a lot of your products now can connect to Wi-Fi. Oh, really? So you can just say, hey, uh, Alexa, turn on the Whirlpool oven to 350 degrees, and it'll come on. Well, we were getting lazy. <laughs> we are I getting know. lazy. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of those things around the house. I got to tell you, I'm just still not. I don't know. It just seems like so much work just to get it set up for such an easy thing to do. Yeah, just go over there and push the button. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as opposed to going on your phone, I mean, you just about just as easy. You just go do it yourself, right? I mean, so, but that's the way things go. I had another question. Jim, Jim had kind of started off a little bit, a little bit on a little different track. Good question, but with appliances, the other thing. What about those high-end kitchen appliances? I always think, you know, you spend so much money on a fridge, a freezer. You know, your stove, um, it just seems unbelievable. It, 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 do those last longer without repairs than your kind of mid-range stuff? Or are you still getting the same number of repairs? And then when you do make the repair, is that a cost, a, you know, does that cost a lot more to repair the high-end, the Viking, the, you know, uh, some of these other products, I mean, is it going to cost you a lot more when you, when it does break down? When we go to the high-end appliances and we're talking about like Sub-Zero, I think the reason that we do like Sub-Zero appliances is that Sub-Zero, even though new technicians are kind of scared of them, they're like, oh, they, you know, they cost $10,000, but when you get into them, they're built very simple. And we don't charge more for a Sub-Zero than we do for, you know, Whirlpool on repairs. What about um, the parts? But parts sometimes are more expensive. Yeah. Um, and then I would say that let's see, a lot of the upper-end appliances, um, it, traditionally in the past, the new products coming out I'm not as familiar with, but when you get into maybe like the Viking, Sub-Zero, Thermador, the higher-end appliances, sometimes the parts are more expensive, but they don't have all of the 
control boards and the fanciness are just kind of basic. So you buy a, a you know a Viking range and it's got maybe six or eight burners and two ovens, but they've always kept it simple to repair. Um, where some of the other brands, they're always trying to come up with something new and they're changing every year. They're coming up with different models and they're changing this and they're putting new new controls on this. So it's always in a big learning curve. Do, do you feel like they last longer because you know you're paying? You're paying they do for last longer. I believe that they do last longer. Yeah. Yes. And then when you need a repair, if you you know if you've got a nine thousand dollar stove, <laughs> you're going to repair it. You're not. Yeah, gonna you're not going to repair it. Yeah. So if it's you know if it's you know two thousand dollars to repair it and then ten thousand to replace it, but of course if you had just a two thousand dollar yeah oven yeah, or a right. nine hundred dollar oven, of course you're just gonna you're gonna buy a new one. Right. I'm am cu- curious. Is any any of these appliances we're talking about are they still made in America or is everything come from overseas? That I don't really know the full answer to. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the Whirlpool products, I know they'll have a sticker on "Made in America," but I'm sure there's parts made in Korea, and I don't know where all the parts. They come may from, be as- they're assembled here, but the parts come from. Yeah, and I'm not quite sure. Um, well, that's what's going on with Ford. No Fords are made here anymore. The parts are brought over and they're assembled here. They're not. You know, they don't make the parts here. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on like that that we don't we don't make much at all anymore, and that's a real problem, especially yeah. we saw during COVID and. I think it's a, a real problem for our country in general if uh, anything ever happens with between us and China. Exactly, exactly. Now, people are always wor- concerned about cost when it comes to repair person. You know, we have plumbers on here, electricians, HVAC techs, and people are always worried about cost. How, are the, how, how do you, just so you can kind of share with our audience, how do you uh, calculate the costs or give us an idea how, that's, how, how that works for the appliance doctor? So what we do is we have a program that will um, price the job. And for, uh, if I just tell you the cost, well, what we do is we, if we go out, we'll go out and diagnose the problem. The software will price the job out depending on the difficulty or the length of the job. And um, we'll give the customer a, um, a quote. And then if they don't want that repaired, we just charge a basic charge. And right now for a, as long as we're just in a residential neighborhood, we charge $97. And then if they do repair it, we'll take that back off of the total quote. That's not bad, is it, Dan? I think it's very reasonable. Very reasonable. This day and age, I mean, I don't know anybody that's coming out for less than a hundred bucks. And And if we get into the high rises, we um, have substantially a higher rate. Because you have to find the parking and pay for parking, go through the concierge, hauling things up, and can't down. get into the building. If you're missing a park, you got to go back and yeah, all the way back so, down or a tool. Yeah, but we're still probably overall we're very fairly priced. We're not trying to gouge anybody, but still, you have to pay your people, and you have to pay. You know, we're fully insured and everything. We pay our taxes and we do everything up front. So, well, I have a question about emergency services. You know, Dan throws these big parties over there, a lot of cooking, a lot of things going on, and all of a sudden Dan's range or oven doesn't work or something. What, 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 and he calls you up and says, hey, I got people coming over here, um, you know, tomorrow or this weekend. Uh, is there such a thing as emergency services? No, not really. <laughs> yeah, he's just. I, I'm gonna ask him why he didn't invite me to the party. Probably, and I bring my toolbox with me. But uh, the uh, I think that you used to have emergency services maybe years ago, like in the 70s. 
I knew a lot about uh, GE factory service since my partners were big managers at, with, with GE mm-hmm. in that area. And, you know, to have emergency service is you'll ha- you'd have to pay a technician a lot of money to be on call, and then you'd have to go out there, and you may or may not even be able to fix it at that time. And so is there really anything emergency? You know, if your oven goes out, usually people still have burners and they can cook or microwave. Or they can go to a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> the refrigerator goes out. It sounds like an emergency, but... You know, are people willing to pay an extra $200 on a $800 refrigerator? So it's pretty much in the industry, not, Just, not it doesn't really feasible to have like emergency services. Give them some emergency advice. Go get your coolers yeah. out and go get yourself some ice at the store. Yeah, or they'll say, oh, I've got an food. extra refrigerator in the garage. A lot of people have two refrigerators. That's right. So there's just not the, there's just not a, um, anything, you know, if, if, but it, we don't have anybody answering the phone like on the weekends. So if somebody called up, I'd have to pay somebody to answer the phone. And there's just not a – we don't really run into too many emergency situations. If there was a water leak, you know, people should generally know how to turn the water off to the ice maker. So um, we just said, well, we'll get out there when we can, you know. Right. Um, what is the rule of thumb for – you anyways is is hey the difference between repair and replacement i mean i gotta believe there's a sweet spot in there that um you know there's some advice you know you, you, there's maybe some spot stuff that's right in the middle and you can well, go either way but what, yeah. what how do you kind of so how do you deal with that in in my opinion in in the past anyway my opinion was um you know if it's over half its life and it's half the price of a new one to replace it and what we're finding out with our clientele is that a lot of times even maybe the cost is expensive and pushing how much a new one is we can repair it or they like let's say somebody has a washer and the new washer is $900 and theirs is 8 years old and it's going to cost $600 to fix it because it needs a control board or something like that then Economically, it makes more sense to replace it. However, if they got the laundry pack piled up and we can get it fixed within a few days and they like the machine and it already matches the dryer, it's still it's more convenient. It's like just fix it because I don't have time to go out and shop and I don't know what I'm going to get. And, and I'm sure it's things possi- are on back order. Yeah, I'm so. sure it's possible sometimes what they're fixing may be a better, more reliable product once it's fixed again. Than what they could buy. Is that yeah, that's true too. You get some older refrigerators. So a lot of times, you know, I mean, six hundred dollars is a lot of money, but sometimes it's more. They're looking more for more convenience and get the things so they can get back to their life and get the kids up from school and do all these things and just get that washer fixed than trying yeah. to save three hundred dollars at the period. And, of time. and you know, with these circuit boards, I do know a little bit about the circuit boards and the garage door industry too. You know, like for us. And it's not nearly as bad as it is for you all. But, I mean, we can't carry all these circuit boards around. They cost they cost a lot of money, and there's just there's too much on the garage door side for it. You know, we probably got a few that are common that we try to keep with us. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing for you. I mean, is, is it pretty much every time you're going to one of those circuit boards, it's you're going to have to come back, you're going to make, make Yes, the, we have to make a lot of order parts and returns. We do have a gentleman that tries to look at all the jobs and get the model serial numbers, and he'll – 
what we call pre-screen the calls, and we'll say, oh, it's a, I'm going to make up these codes, but oh, it's a washer with an F23 code, um, and that's usually the door switch. So if we don't have that door switch on the truck, or that's usually a control board or a motor control, um, he'll look up the parts, and and we'll send that out in advance. So we try to look at our calls in advance and try to bring the part with us. We don't charge extra if we have to make two trips. Um, but a lot of times these days, back in the 80s and early 90s, we had about 300 parts, and we had the part with us like 93% of the time. And yeah. now it's like half the time we've got to order something. And we still have a truck stock of common parts, but it's only like 70 parts now. And even those we don't use a lot. Yeah, that's you know you have people coming into the home. Everybody's conscious about somebody coming into their home, so they have to be your 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 employees have to be capable. They have to be technically astute, but also they have to be honest. So you know, what about licensed, bonded, insured references, that type of thing? Do you do any criminal background checks on your employees, or any drug tested, or because uh, people are very conscious about who's coming in their in their home to work on things. Our technicians, we would we would never hire anybody that we even had any suspicion. But we do warranty for Whirlpool, Frigidaire, Speed Queen, and they require the they require the background checks and the um, drug tests and everything. So it's a company called Plus One Solutions, and they're a third party, but they're very closely connected with the manufacturers. So they demand. Um, with Plus One Solutions, World, we can't do any work for Whirlpool or sell their appliances or anything like that unless anybody that touches the product or with the customer has um, a background check, they check for um, and a drug uh, driving record and drug test. And that's performed every two years on each technician. And we never really had um, any problems with any technicians. We've never had any customer, we've run I don't know how many thousands of calls. We have 170-something thousand customers in our database. And we've never, that I know ever, in all the 43 years, any customer call in and complained about, you know, I think he stole something from us. Or, you know, here and there you get people and and you'll say, well, that guy kind of looks shady, but he's not shady. Because, you know, different people have different perceptions, but... We always try to address that, but we've never had any in all these years and all the thousands of calls we've run. I've never, don't remember ever having, it's not that we don't ever have a technician complaint. Like, I don't really think he knew what he was doing because um, we've had different technicians at different levels. And we'll, if that, you know, and we don't have that problem now because of the quality of our techs. But, you know, when you've had 40 techs over the years, you're going to have this, that, and the right. other. Well, it, it, it sounds like that should make you very comfortable, folks, with appliance doctor. Don't you think, Dan, to have that kind of vetting? Well, there's no question. Listen, you can you can hear him talk. You know, I mean, the man sounds like an honest guy. Just every every word that comes out of your mouth, right? I mean, if you're if you're talking about things that you're talking about, that you know that tells you that somebody's honest. I mean, truthfully, mm-hmm. you can tell by the way that somebody talks and the, and the subjects they talk about. You can really tell a lot from people and I and I'm hoping you know Jim the people that we have on too right the people can hear that right just from listening to us so um, listen they're not all honest out there and we know that um, in fact you know there's a lot more that probably aren't honest than that are nowadays unfortunately um, a little bit like our society right at the some of the erosion of um, right 
people's character is, you know, what what used to, you know, people's morals and their thoughts were have changed. I think with businesses, it's it's followed the same path. And then maybe just as a side note, we're very we're a very rare appliance repair company in that we pay our technicians by the hour rather than commission based. Now Whoa, they'll get a now bonus. That, now that's interesting. No they're not commission based. No. And so yeah. and we have a set price. Yeah. And um they can't we, play around with we the have rates, more so. problems with saying you didn't charge enough rather than yeah, yeah. well I only did this as yeah but we got to pay the bills so yeah. we don't have a problem um, with you know exorbitant labor rates it might be seem exorbitant when you're paying it but from a business standpoint and knowing what we're doing um, of course we're you know bonded and insured we do a lot of high rises and we have to be have so much insurance and et cetera. So we try to do everything right. We're not, you know, like I said, we pay our taxes and do everything. Um, they do, the technicians, if they're productive enough, they do get, um, you know, bonuses, but it's insignificant. Um, there's no, you know, I talked to different, uh, reps that have seen, you know, hundreds of companies and we had one, um, rep one time from one of the manufacturers and they say, Brent, I know 300, I've worked with 300 companies, you're the only company that pays by the hour and not commission. Yeah. So no commissions, set rates. The, 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 the rep that comes out to the tech cannot play with the rates, right, Dan? So you, you, yeah. there's a certain level of comfort with the appliance doctor. There is. I mean, I think in any industry, right? I mean, when people aren't getting paid by commission, it, you know, yeah. a little more honest. Usually. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, you know, you're if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearchus, and this week we have the appliance doctor himself, Brent Vinton. Don't go away. We're going to be right back with more tips from Brent right after this commercial break. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearchus, and I just want to uh, remind you that we're here every Saturday morning at 9 with a different topic, different subject matter expert, giving you good consumer advice, how to make a good decision and not get ripped off. And this week, we've got Brent Vinton here from The Appliance Doctor. And uh, Brent, we wanted to ask you, you know, Dan and I were talking during the break with you. What are some of the most uh, asked questions that you get by customers? They have questions about their appliances and all. Well, you want to run down that list for us? Uh, yeah, I think one of the um, questions that a lot of people have where you might uh, might um, see in your home is that, you know, my dishwasher just doesn't dry well. That's kind of a common problem. The newer dishwashers, because of energy standards, uh, just can't get the water hot enough to dry well. Some of the current brands are doing a lot better. Um, and so on some of the current brands now that are out there in, in dishwashers is it's important to use the uh, dry agent, like the uh, uh, Finish Makes One. Traditionally, it was jet dry. And that will help those dishes dry. The key to your dishwasher cleaning well and drying well is that the water going into the dishwasher is hot enough. And a lot of houses now have circulating hot water and you don't have that issue. But if your water heater's on one end of the house and your dishwasher is on the other end of the house, then you're basically 
that hot water line between the water heater and the dishwasher is cold water. And since the dishwasher doesn't hold much water, it may never get hot water. It will heat the water, but it really needs hot water going in. So as a um, suggestion, and it'll probably tell you this in your book too, run the hot water at the sink and get it hot enough that you can't hold your hand under it, then start your dishwasher, then your dishwasher will get hot water and it should clean a lot better. Um, and then maybe on refrigerators, people say, well, what should I keep my refrigerator temperature at? That's a good question. Yeah, and your your freezer generally will be zero degrees. Zero degrees, the ice maker will um, make ice as fast as it can, and the cubes will be good solid cubes. Ice cream will be hard but not too hard to scoop. And um, you want your refrigerator, of course, you don't want it. You, generally, you want it about probably about 36 to 38 degrees. A lot of them recommend 38 degrees. I always say those like, like 36, 38, um, 36 to 38 degrees in the refrigerator. You know, I speaking of these kind of questions, what is that? We've got a smell in our dishwasher. <laughs> that, I mean, sometimes when it gets done, it smells terrible. Stench. What is that? Uh, no, dishwa- it's not. I mean, <laughs> well, does the dishwasher clean well? If you do, you, it's clean. It seems to clean you fine. Put, it's just clean? It's, there's a smell well, that when, is awful. Let me, let me, when when you put the dishes in there, are they? Do you like rinse them off, or yeah. are they pretty? Pretty rinsed off. They are. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there a way to clean something? Is they there do a make. Um, there? There's a company called The Fresh, and they do make. They make tablets for t- front load washing machines. If you get a smell in there, um, you can try to try that product. I think Home Depot has some products you can put in your dishwasher, put it through the cycle. Um, do, does your hot water? Do you have good hot water at your sink I in the kitchen? I think it's pretty good. It takes a little while yeah. to warm up, but it. But once it gets there, it's hot. Yeah, and. You want to run that dishwasher. You don't want to make sure. Do you use dishwasher tablets? I don't really like the tablets. Sometimes people, if you put your dishes in there clean, you don't really have any, I'm going to use the word dirt, but um, to uh, to um, maybe dissolve the detergent. It'll leave, it'll leave detergent in there that doesn't get rinsed out well if you're using too much detergent. So if your dishes are clean, if you're using the tablets, I like that. That's what we use. Well, we kind of put our dishes in there half dirty, and they all come out clean. Okay. But I'm not sure about the smell. Yeah, all right. Well, um, how about no. this? How about the quality of today's appliances versus the olden days? What, uh, with a lot of things, we find that kind of things were made to last a little longer back in the day, and now yeah. maybe not so well, much. What do you think? You know, one of the examples I use a lot is I was watching, one day I was watching a rerun of um, Let's Make a Deal. And I hit the info button, and it was 1970. And they were giving away a manna side-by-side with ice and water in the door, and the suggested retail price at that time was $1,350. So I'm like, well, you could probably buy one at Lowe's right now, similar to that, for 1000 So the quality's down, but everybody's got one now. You know, when we were kids, we never had a dishwasher. Now everybody does. Right. So the quality overall has gone down but they were so less expensive. They seem like a lot when you're going to buy it, but if you compare it to 30 or 40 years ago. The other thing I, I was going to ask you about is delivering this, you know, when you put something new in. You know, that's a big piece of equipment, especially a refrigerator. When, you, when you're bringing this into the house, how are you making sure that you're not going to damage anything? Of course, you've got to take the old fridge back out. I mean, how, 
Uh, it could be our on a different floor. I mean, how oh, yeah. do you deal with well, all our this? Well, de- our delivery guys are very good. Um, we're very small when we, you know, selling appliances. So we just have, right now we only have two um, guys that deliver and install our appliances. Um, and But they've just always been very careful. They're very conscientious. They put down blankets and scuff shields with these um, nylon shields that we put to move things out. Um I'm not going to say we've never scratched a floor or something, but it's very rare that we ever have any issue. And if we did, we, you know, jump right on it and take care of it. So our guys are very conscientious and very good at what they do. Now, what about repair, replace? I mean, you know, that's always a question. And, yeah, do you uh, repair it or, yeah. you do re- or do you replace it? And we feel like the appliance doctor, although we're not selling the high-end appliances now in the sub-zeros, but do you repair it or you do re- replace it? We certainly aren't going to try to talk somebody into repairing something that's not worth it. But if it's 50-50, sometimes people will repair it just because of convenience. But what we like about our company is that if it isn't worth repairing, we can provide that customer with advice on a new Yeah, I was going to say, you probably can give them sell. some guidance and yes. stuff because they're, they're not expecting to buy a new refrigerator. And now they think, oh, my God, what which one do I get? Where do I go? How much is it going to cost? What about delivery? What about disposal? And you can guide them on that, right? Correct, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, it's been great having you again. It's always fun having you here, Brent, with lots of great information. Uh, the Appliance Doctor. How do people get in touch with you if they want to? If they want to ask you some questions, they have a repair, or maybe they have a replacement. Because I guess, I know you got a new showroom, right? Yeah. Well, we're working on it right now. We're going to be doing some advertising and, and trying to get a showroom going. We've just been selling online now and over the phone with our customers. Um, also, you can call us at seven seven zero nine five two four three four zero. Um, or our website is theappliancedoctor.com. Right. Thank you, Doctor. And Dan Watkins, All Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors, thank you for sponsoring another great show. We'll see you next week, folks, Saturday morning at 9, right here on Extra 106.3 FM, the home of Fox News Radio and Atlanta's only conservative news talk station. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash john. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.